0: Hi guys, welcome to Hope with Jonathan podcast. And on this podcast, we will share the patient's personal story with battling kidney disease, dialysis, transplant, and more. Guys, we'll also share stories of hope and encouragement for those that are in need of a living kidney donor. We will also advocate for them, a living donor, to step forward to give them the miracle gift of life of transplant. Guys, based upon my personal near-death experience with kidney disease, I started this streaming show called Hope with Jonathan and also this podcast, Hope with Jonathan Podcast. Guys, if you want to hear more stories like this, please stay tuned. Hope with Jonathan Podcast is a Hope Media production. Never let hope become a memory. Hope with Jonathan Podcast is a Hope Media production. Hope with Jonathan Podcast is in collaboration with Impact America Media where we give hope to patients to continue on, stay motivated, inspire and encourage them to continue in the journey. For more information on Impact America Media please visit impactamericamedia.com Again, Hope with Jonathan podcast is in collaboration with Impact America Media. Hey guys, this is Jonathan, the host of the Hope with Jonathan podcast. And hey guys, Hope with Jonathan now has a website, www.hopewithjonathan.com. Where you can go over and find out where to follow us on all of our social media links, our podcast, our YouTube channel, and much more. Again, guys, for more information on Hope with Jonathan, you can go to www.hopewithjonathan.com. Hey guys, welcome back to the Hope with Jonathan podcast, and I'm your host, Jonathan Trailer. Hey guys, this podcast is coming to you on the actual day of Halloween, so uh, hey guys, all you trick-or-treaters out there, everyone, have a very, very safe and fun uh, Halloween, and uh, hope you guys uh, don't uh, eat too much uh, sweet stuff, and uh, hopefully uh, you guys uh, get back on your normal routine eating all the healthy, good stuff that's good for you, but Uh, Every once in a while, you know, you got to fall off the wagon and and enjoy something sweet. But uh, hey, guys, again, y'all stay safe out there and and have fun with it. But uh, hey, guys, on this week's episode of Hope with Jonathan podcast, we feature a whole different story. So Hope with Jonathan is pretty much a dynamic uh, uh, centered around uh, kidney disease, dialysis, transplant, uh, kidney failure, uh, renal diet. All type of different stories stories that are centered around kidney disease. So that's pretty much what Hope with is about. And as a matter of fact, we're, uh, we're launching a whole new a whole new format of uh, podcasting over on, a, on another channel that we're calling uh, Hope Stories Podcast. Uh, that podcast will now feature warriors just like what we're about to talk about, uh, whether you've been through a traumatic event in life. Whether you've been through uh, kidney failure, or maybe you've been through liver disease, maybe you've been through uh, a traumatic divorce, or maybe you went through a life-changing uh, event that really changed your life, uh, maybe a near-death experience or uh, something just very traumatic. That's what the uh, Hope Stories podcast is going to be about. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to leave uh, Hope with Jonathan centered around kidney disease. Uh, that's really where my heart's at, you know, because I'm a kidney disease patient. Uh, you know, a kidney transplant recipient, a grateful kidney transplant recipient. But uh, from now on, we, if we have any stories, which we do welcome uh, any other warriors. I mean, Hope with Jonathan can, can be pretty much anything. But uh, I like to keep it around, centered around kidney disease because it's basically based on my uh, near-death experience and, uh, with kidney failure. And uh, it's, it's pretty much centered around kidney disease. And uh, it's no—it's no disrespect to anybody else. It's just I want that podcast. I want that show to be centered around Hope with Jonathan. So this interview actually gave me the ideal to create another podcast and another forum, another format, uh, another way to share stories. So if you come to us and you and you want to and you want to share your story, we have another format for you to share that story on. And we're going to call it Hope Stories Podcast. Uh, I've already done one uh, podcast on there where I kind of share my story. Uh, if you haven't already went over and listened to it, uh, it'd be great if you would. It's, it's on Anchors, uh, should be on Spotify, Apple. I actually have a YouTube channel for it as well. And we'll be doing more with it uh, as people come that want to share their story, share their uh, warrior story with us. But anyway, um, I, I want to roll into this podcast because this was an incredible journey. And yes, this patient is a liver disease. He's, I believe he's a two-time liver transplant recipient, which is incredible. And uh, this guy's got an incredible story. Uh, His name's John Hoffman. He is a new author. His book has been out for a bit now, but he's got an incredible book. And uh, we talk about this inside of the uh, interview, so you'll hear... Uh, all about it in there and uh, where you can find it and all that stuff but john hoffman uh, liver two-time liver transplant recipient incredible journey incredible story uh man i mean he 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 seemed like a really awesome individual uh when we talked and really impactful story here so again guys i hope you guys will listen to this and enjoy it Again, guys, uh, we do appreciate anyone's story on Hope with Jonathan, and uh, we do appreciate for uh, Hoffman, uh, John Hoffman, for you know reaching out to us and wanting to share his warrior story with us. Uh, again, from now on, we, we will only uh, share uh, kidney disease stories on this on this channel, in particular. But uh, we do offer another format now for for warriors out there that want to share their story, uh, regardless if you're you know involved with whatever you know cancer, maybe you're a lung transplant recipient, maybe you're a heart transplant recipient. We're we're going to feature stories over there like that on, on that platform. So uh, I've got a Facebook channel already for it. I've got an Instagram page, Twitter page. So some of y'all have already followed it over there. So yeah, that's what that's all about is. We're just offering another platform for warriors to share their story other than on Hope with Jonathan. And uh, our focus is still on you know, kidney disease, but I definitely am excited that John contacted us and wanted to share his incredible journey. And uh, so guys, listen, uh, I'm going to let you guys roll into this live interview, and I hope you guys enjoy this. It's a great listen. Uh, you're going to find out a lot of great information about uh, liver disease and liver failure and uh, John's incredible story also like I said he's got a book out which is uh, an awesome book and uh, he tells you all about it in this interview so good guys thanks for tuning in to the Hope with Jonathan podcast hope you guys get an opportunity to subscribe to us over on YouTube also please go check us out over on uh, hopewithjonathan.com uh, we have uh, ways that you can support us you can actually listen to this uh, podcast over there uh, you have the opportunity to watch live interviews. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, if you want to help us support us, you can actually donate to us. Uh, you can actually uh, purchase some merch so that you you get something for your for your bang you know bang for your buck. Uh, so that you know if you do decide to uh, support us and uh, purchase some merch, I'll just let you know that uh, all proceeds go right back into Hope with Jonathan to cover some of the streaming costs and software costs that we're doing uh and using utilizing for uh hope with jonathan to get the message out there but again guys appreciate all your support god bless you guys stay safe out there and like i said enjoy your halloween please be safe take care most of all take care of your kidneys god bless this is jonathan Hey guys, welcome back to Hope with Jonathan, and I'm your host, Jonathan Trailer. Hey guys, we have a very, very special show for you tonight. Really, really appreciate everybody watching tonight, and I, I really hope that you guys will enjoy this interview that we have tonight with a Mr. John Hoffman, two-time liver transplant recipient, and he's an author, guys. He's got a brand new book out. I'm going to let him come on and share Uh, His personal journey with with his liver transplant experience and uh, also becoming an author as well. And uh, it's going to be an amazing interview. If you guys would to support this interview, uh, if you would share this interview with your friends and family. Uh, Also, if you guys would take the opportunity to go over and uh, smash that subscribe button. Uh, to uh, share and further get out these uh, warrior stories that we're sharing here on Hope with Jonathan. Uh, it would mean a whole, whole lot if you guys would go over and uh, subscribe to our channel. Uh, but, but without further ado, I'm uh, I'm going to go ahead and bring on our guest. Uh, I'm not going to waste a lot of time. Uh, you guys have been awesome. Uh, all of our supporters, all of our sponsors, everyone that's involved with Hope with Jonathan, I really, really appreciate Everyone's feedback and support. It has been amazing. But again, guys, we're going to introduce our special guest and bring him to the show. Guys, you guys get ready for an awesome interview with Mr. John Hoffman. John, how's it going tonight? Good. How are you? I like that little Good. intro. That's neat. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And uh, I, I definitely appreciate you coming on and, and doing the show with me tonight.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It's a pleasure.
0: Well, I'm going to let you go ahead and uh, kind of introduce yourself and, uh, you know, tell a little bit about yourself if, if you want to. And uh, go right on ahead, sir.
1: Okay. Uh, my name is John Hoffman. I am a native of Connecticut. I live there with my wife and my three kids. They're 10, 7, and 4. Uh, I, I had um, bili- biliary atresia diagnosed when I was about six months old. Uh, that is a breaking down of the bile ducts of the liver. So I was referred to a gastroenterologist who did some further tests and uh, basically decided that I could either have a Liver transplant, that was pretty much my only option. Uh, there were some procedures that can kind of prolong my, my life and try to get me to that transplant, but that was pretty much uh, my option. And at that point, transplantation was pretty experimental. This was 1983. So uh, at that point, I was put on the list uh, to get a transplant and I was under the care of my gastroenterologist waiting to receive a liver. Uh, there were there were many complications during that time. Uh, I got septic. There were other other complications, but I managed to pull through and hang on. And I got my transplant January 1983. And after that, I lived a pretty much pretty much a normal childhood. I grew up in in Connecticut. Had great friends. Had a great experience. I played sports. All that kind of stuff. It wasn't until probably when I was around 13 or 14 that uh, my liver numbers started to increase. And it was kind of due to my liver breaking down and the the bile ducts that were connected were breaking down uh, due to the fact that I was so small and things were so experimental. It was really, you know, kind of just a force of nature at that point. So, um my, my same gastroenterologist, he kind of reintroduced the, the possibility to me and my parents, and it was really a shock that, that I would have to get another one, because I didn't go through it the first time I was a baby, but my parents, you know, remember it remembered it very well. So it was definitely a shock for them and something that they were not prepared for. Hi, Melissa. So um, <clears throat> I waited... I was on the list. I waited till the summer before my senior year in high school. That's when I got the call. Uh, I went back to, uh, I didn't mention this, but I I was transplanted at Pittsburgh the first time, and I went back to Pittsburgh the second time. Uh Uh, Much quicker recovery this time. Obviously, they've made incredible advances by this point. This was 1999. I, I stayed in Pittsburgh for about two weeks, and then I came home, and my body had changed completely. There were things my liver was, was, you know, preventing me from doing. And after that, I just kind of blossomed. I gained, you know, 15, 20 pounds. I could hit a golf ball farther than I ever could. (laughs) Uh, I had a huge appetite. I ate a lot more than I ever did.
0: Yeah.
1: And I kind of moved on with uh, my senior year of high school. So medically, I was great. I was a success story, but uh, mentally and emotionally, I was having a lot of trouble. There are not too many kids my age, this is before social media, there were not many kids my age who had been through something like this and, and who knew, you know, things, things that I did. Uh, fortunately, I had a great group of friends that had stuck with me and actually visited me when I was in Pittsburgh. So I made it through high school all right. You know, I uh, I did some stuff. Did, we did some good stuff. We went to Canada after we graduated just to have fun. And that oh, was right. great. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. But, um, I got a
0: good friend in uh, Toronto.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. We visited Toronto,
0: uh,
1: Ottawa, and Montreal. So it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. But um, so even during that time, I was kind of adjusting to this life, you know, the fact that I had been given two chances, three chances, you know, at life, and and yeah, was trying to make the most of it, but couldn't really find my way. So um, I went into college undeclared. I really didn't know what I wanted to do, struggled a lot, uh, ended up moving out of the dorms and coming back home and commuting. That kind of didn't sit right with me either. It wasn't until I went to my one of my uh, gastroenterology appointments that he looked at me and he said, you're just not right. He said, I don't know what it is, but there's something about you that just isn't right. And I was pissed off at him for saying it. And I said, I'm fine, all this stuff. But that's when I kind of realized that, yeah, something wasn't right. Yeah. So I started going to therapy and diagnosed with depression and trying to make sense of, you know, what I'd been given and, and how to live the best life I could. Yeah. And, um, you know, thankfully, I was able to get back on my feet and get a job and uh, married. My wife had some kids and it was about four years ago that I that I kind of haven't had an epiphany. And I said, you know what? The only way to really, you know, do justice for these donors is to share what I've been through and to, you know, just like you're doing, try to give hope to people that may be in the same situation. So I, I contacted a ghostwriter, you know, to help me put everything into words. I had been told for years and years and years all these stories about when I was a baby and, and how I survived and all this stuff. I had even doctors that that knew me back then calling me a miracle and I was it's bizarre you know to have somebody tell you that when you don't even you know know what you're doing at that point what you were doing with your life so right. this is what kind of inspired me to, to start putting it all down and to get it all put together Sure. And that started the journey I created a blog you know to kind of share my thoughts and, and also start to promote the book when it was gonna come out
0: yeah
1: that's the short version
0: <laughs> that's, that's the short version
1: yeah
0: <laughs> I can definitely uh, relate with you because, uh, you know, of course, in my case, I was a kidney failure uh, mm-hmm. patient and uh, I went into an emergency kidney failure. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I just I just nearly passed away, just nearly mm-hmm. you know, died from it. And uh, so uh, words like, you know, miracle were, you know, surrounding me uh, even in when. In the medical community starts using words like miracle, then you yeah. know you're a miracle. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And so, uh, you know, I can relate. And sometimes, you know, when I think about it, I still I can process it better now. But early on, I was just kind of like, man, you know, that it was just uh, a wild uh, life altering event, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that totally changed my life. And that's one of the reasons why I do what I do now is because Absolutely. if you had told me five years ago that you'd have a show and you're talking with other people about their life experience, I would have been like, yeah, right. But, uh, you know, kidney disease just totally spin me around 360 uh, or more, more like 180 <laughs> and yeah. uh, turn me into a whole nother person, different direction. And um, I'm, I'm actually really thankful for the experience. I really am
1: yeah that's the only way to think because it, it changed me
0: and made, made me yeah it made me a better person mm-hmm. uh for the positive so but uh i got i've got a question so the the donors uh are with the liver were they were they deceased or were they living donors or how did no, Yeah,
1: yeah there was no especially in 1983 there were no living donors so yeah there was a a, a young child that that had to pass away in order for me to survive and I, yeah. I can't i can't really speak to 1999 but I, I don't think they were doing much of that with livers anyway you know kidneys yeah. maybe but yeah so yeah in both cases that was something that that had to happen
0: and then the follow-up with that is uh with the like are you on immune uh medication immune mm-hmm. medication which which ones do they did they put you on i'm just wondering
1: this is uh, i'm on uh ProGraph. I'm actually on the generic, which is tacrolimus.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's the only one that
1: you're on? Just the program? The only immunosuppressant, yeah. Yeah, I take a blood pressure medication to kind of counteract the side effects of that. Yeah. But as far as... And what about like
0: uh, prednisone or anything like that?
1: No, I'm fortunate enough not to be on prednisone. I have had cases where I was, when I was younger, you know, of rejection and things like that, where I did have to go on prednisone. That is an absolute monster of a drug. It's yeah not at all. Yeah. Not yeah a
0: lot of people that are on it uh in the community they talk a lot about you know roid rage and uh oh, alters, yeah. alters your mood and uh it causes does. you to eat a lot
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh people talk about their their bones having you know a lot of problems with their bones and stuff
1: with their joints aching and stuff like that yeah, so, uh, yeah it's my- very effective but it's it's also you know not fun yeah yeah
0: yeah, uh, my program didn't believe in starting patients on it if you hadn't already been on it uh, pre pre transplant. So mm-hmm. post transplant, they didn't put me on it at all. Uh, so I'm actually grateful that they didn't because of everything that I've heard from it. Yeah, that's yeah, no but, joke. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's talk a little bit about support, like uh, mm-hmm. along the way, you know, because when you're battling a chronic Ill- illness, whether it's a you know kidney disease or liver disease uh, you, know, you definitely need uh, a strong support Absolutely. and uh, so why don't you talk a little bit about where where you get your support from
1: well first off i get it from my parents they obviously they had been through it the first time they survived you know having a child that was gravely ill and um, they've always been my first support system um, mm-hmm. as, uh, as i told you throughout elementary school, middle school, high school, I had pretty much the same group of core friends or two guys that that pretty much I knew my entire life. And they were always very they it was never really an issue with them. You know, I didn't I didn't really have to talk about it. It was just there and and but I was I was their friend and I was a normal guy to them, which was great. And I actually met uh, who's now my wife, but I met her in, in middle school. And we dated then, and we dated in high school, and we've been together ever ever since. So she now is my is definitely a big support, and Absolutely. also uh, my sister, she's also a big support as well. Yeah, she's kind of helping me promote and and do things like that, you know. Yeah, she's good with the social media stuff, which I am not. But yeah, those Absolutely. are those are my main supports, and and always, my my GI doctor I saw until I was twenty one. His office was always very helpful and very supportive and, and and always with information, always being honest. So that was sure. also key.
0: Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Sounds like you got a lot of influ you know, influential uh, people that are in your life and uh, that's amazing. I know family is uh, uh, always a great support. A lot of people don't have family, you know, when they battle with chronic illness, I know. Uh, I, you know, and I, I, I sometimes my mind goes, back to different stories that i've heard about that and I'm, i think about wow i don't know how they faced uh you know such a know. a life yeah, a life-changing event so yeah yeah it, it would be uh it would definitely make it a lot harder and uh that's why it's so important i think for like support groups and things like mm-hmm. that and uh talking with other people sharing your story and yeah. relating relating with other patients that have kind of have similar experiences Mm -hmm. Uh, are you a part of any kind of a social uh uh, any kind of like a group maybe that uh, you interact with or any kind of a advocacy uh, group maybe that you're interacting
1: with yeah there's i belong to a couple groups on facebook there's a couple liver transplant survivors there's a a pediatric 20 plus year uh, transplant survivor that i'm a part of and it's just great to read other people's stories i mean when i was young I had never heard of anybody else who had biliary atresia. And now I I, I know, you know, two or three of them. It's pretty amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's always nice to be able to relate with somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know, Uh, you pick out things that, you know, similarities that, uh, you know, you guys have uh, both, you know, encountered. I know in the kidney disease community, you know, all of our stories are similar uh, because of kidney disease, but Mm -hmm. a lot of them are different because of the way that they, ended up with kidney disease uh you know cuz there's different ways that you can contract it but mm-hmm. um you know it's it's always nice to be able to relate with other people i kind of wish we could have got wills uh porter on here uh you know cuz he was a liver transplant recipient as well mm-hmm. he's got a, he's got an amazing story but um uh, he's uh involved in a program right now that he's doing i think it's a camp that he uh, volunteers oh, with great. Absolutely. yeah but, uh, but uh, so let's talk a little bit about your book that you uh, have just came out with and tell everybody uh, about your book and uh, where people can find it.
1: Sure. Well, the title is Liver, My Journey of Transplant Survival. Now, the I did kind of a play on words. The, the first four letters, L-I-V-E, are in caps because, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, the book is about how I have been able to live and, and, and make the most out of life from my experience. Um, and it's, it pretty much follows me from when I was born to almost now, you know, and it's, there's some, there's some scary stuff in there. There's some humor. There's, there's a little bit of love, you know, my love story with my wife and it's got all that kind of stuff. It's brutally honest. I didn't want to pull any punches. I wanted people to know exactly how I felt and what I went through. And, um, it's, I think it's a great story. And, you know, you talk about uh, the support system, but that's another reason I wanted to do it, is to kind of recognize who helped me through all of this and, and, and who are close to me in my life. So it's available uh, on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Uh, you can get it digitally on a Kindle or a Nook. It's on um, Apple Books. There's a couple others. There's one in Canada called Kobo. It's available digitally through there. Okay. So yeah, I mean that's where you get it.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, I hope you enjoy it.
0: I've uh, I've put the website in the uh, ticker down below. Uh, yeah. Can you tell everybody what the name of your website is?
1: Sure. It's it's John's Transplant Journey. It's it's John's Transplant Journey dot com is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I started that about a year ago, uh, right around this time, and. um I did that, you know, to start promoting the book, but also just to, to kind of, to share and to, to, you know, give some insight into who I am and, and where mm-hmm. I came from. I did a blog. I've not been kept up for it, uh, keeping up with it. I feel bad about that, but there's probably eight or 10 posts in there. And, you know, there's stories that they're, they're in the book, but maybe told in a different way. Yeah. So, you know, just kind of a way to, to start to kind of introduce myself to the, virtual community
0: yeah i um i'm blogging as well with a a group called uh, Uh, kidneytrails.com i i've actually i never really considered myself an author uh, or a writer and uh you know i've been i've wrote about four or five of these blogs now and i noticed that each each time after the first one, each time the next one became a little bit easier, mm-hmm. um, the third or fourth one. And, you know, now I kind of feel like I'm, I'm, I'm nowhere near a, a seasoned veteran writer or anything. But uh, <laughs> I felt like I feel like you get a little more comfortable once you start, uh, you know, u- utilizing uh, your gift, especially if, you, you know, you become you feel like it's more of a gift uh, than, Absolutely. you know, just a hobby. Uh, and especially when you have something that you want to say, I think it's a great platform to be able to express yourself uh, yeah. by way of blog mm-hmm. and um, also, uh, you know, getting involved with like writing a book. So when you got when you got the idea about writing the book, uh, how did how did you begin the process of wanting to do that?
1: I mean, uh, it started very simply. I started Googling, you know, how to write a book. And right. <laughs> right. Um, I, and a lot of the the feedback I got was, uh, you, you, you in my case, there was no way I was going to be able to write it myself. You know, there's no way I could sit down and and just you know write a book. I got three kids, I got a full time job. There's just no way. So what I did was I, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a career builder for writers. You know, mm-hmm. you, you put in what you're looking for, and they show you people in your area, and that's what I did. I, I picked out a woman who's done some medical writing in the past. Mm-hmm. And I reached out to her, and she was happy to to help me, and and we got started. Um, she interviewed me first, obviously, and then you know branched out to my parents, um, my aunts and uncles, my wife. Um, she actually, we, I was able to get a hold of my uh, my gastroenterologist from when I was a kid, uh, some uh, some nurses that took care of me when I was a baby. So there's definitely a lot of different points of view in there, and that's kind of how it went. You know, she would. Yeah. Um, do some interviews, write a little, do some more. Obviously I had final say on, on, on the tone and, and how it was written, but she was the one that did the legwork. So that was a really yeah. big deal. Oh, her all name right. is Sandra Gordon, by the way. I want to give her, give her props.
0: <laughs> sure. All right. Awesome. 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 Yeah. A lot of I me, mean, you know, some people just don't have the time to really, you know, focus mm. just mainly uh, full time on writing their, uh, their story. Mm -hmm. uh, and by way of book. So, uh, definitely probably was the best way for you, uh, to get that done. And, uh, how did you decipher what points that you wanted to really make, uh, within your story? Um, you know, how did you figure out which, what you wanted to share in there?
1: Well, there were a lot of, uh, I was fortunate enough to have, uh, a lot of different either turning points or or big moments in my life that I kind of highlighted, you know, between my sickness before my first transplant and, um, you know, some, some struggles in elementary school and my second transplant. And then moving on from there, uh, I was able to kind of write out some bullet points and then we kind of filled in the rest of it, you know? So it started with just those, those, you know, big moments and then we were able to kind of draw.
0: Yeah. If you if you have a moment in your book that you wanted to highlight on this interview uh, what 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 moment or what highlight would you want to share with us uh, in inside the book that would be uh, really
1: interesting for people to know about well actually you know I was just I was just looking at that because I have a, a I have a, an event with our local library on Thursday so mm-hmm. and I wanted to read an excerpt so I actually picked um, the narrative of when the second time when I was in high school and I got the call. So that was kind of where I was. Sure. I can read a little if you want. That's up to you. Sure. Do you have the time ahead. or
0: okay. oh yeah, we have plenty of time. ahead. Okay. Right
1: Let me ahead. open it up here. This is uh where did I put it? Let me move this over. There we go. All right. So this is from chapter twenty two. Uh, This is called The Call. At midsummer, June 30th, 1999, to be exact, we had been waiting for The Call telling us a liver was available for six long months. That seemed more like forever when you were slowly wasting away. How much longer could this go on? Mom was frustrated and turned her focus to music to help. That night, she stayed up late practicing her flute because she was going to be recording a CD with a group of musicians. When she finally went to bed, she swallowed a Benadryl to tame her summer allergies After sleeping with the beeper on her bedside table for the past six months, that night she decided to blow off the beeper. I just left the beeper on the table in the kitchen and went to bed, Mom said. At 2 a.m., wouldn't you know it, beep, 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 the pager did its thing again. However, Mom didn't hear hers because she was in bed, knocked out on Benadryl with the beeper on the kitchen table. She's going to kill me. If no one picked up, there was a chance the liver would go to someone else. Beep, beep, beep. The hospital had a call list, and Mom was first on the list. Fortunately, the nurses at the Children's Hospital Pittsburgh had Grammy's telephone number, too, because we were headed to State College, Pennsylvania the next day for a visit. At 2 a.m., the ringing startled Grammy, and she rushed for the phone. It's Kathy from the Children's Hospital Pittsburgh, the caller said, explaining that she couldn't reach Mom. We have a liver for John, and he needs to be here by 7 a.m. That night, I was staying with Auntie Nan at her home in East Hampton, Connecticut, with Uncle Jed and my 9-year-old cousin, Mike. From time to time, I like to sleep over there to hang out and watch movies. At 12.30 a.m., after watching American classics, Austin Powers, and My Fellow Americans, starring Jack Lemmon and James Garner, I'd gone to sleep in a twin bed in Mike's room. A little after 2 a.m., when Grammy called, Auntie Nan shook me awake. She had just received Grammy's phone call. John, wake up. It's time. They have a liver for you, Auntie Nan said. Auntie Nan tried to call Mom, but Mom's number just rang and rang. Nancy also called Dad, who answered but was middle of the night confused. Nancy, huh? He mistakenly thought Auntie Nan was Nancy Atn, Dr. Himes' lead nurse from Hartford Hospital. After the message was successfully relayed, Auntie Nan, Uncle Jed, my cousin Mike, and I piled into Auntie Nan's blue Ford Taurus station wagon and drove to Rocky Hill. The trip normally took about 25 minutes, but we got there in 15. When we arrived at Mom's house, it was dark and completely quiet. I walked into Mom's bedroom at 2.38 a.m. and whispered, Mom, wake up. They have a liver for me. I'll leave wow. it there. it's kind of a cliffhanger. <laughs> wow, wow, yeah, that was the
0: age of uh, of, of pagers, right? The
1: yep, beepers, pagers, <laughs> beepers. I I got I, I got I was one of the few kids in school that to, that got to carry around a beeper.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I had uh, I had quite a few of them. Yeah. So I remember them. They were as popular now as cell phones. You know. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And,
0: uh, yeah, all the cool kids had had yep. pagers or beepers. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I ended up having the one that had the uh, the words or something. You could text message oh, okay. something yep. inside there. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah. So that's man. That that definitely uh, pulls you in and reels you in. So uh, if you're if you come across this uh, live interview and you know you're interested, you can definitely uh, need to go check out John's uh, brand new book. Uh, again, we've talked about where you can find it. Uh, also, the website's uh, scrolling down there on below at uh, John'sTransplantJourney.com. You can find that book, uh, or at least the links where to uh, buy it at. And uh, man, it, it sounds like you've got an, a real, real inspiring story uh, inside of that book, uh, just by what you read. So definitely, uh, sounds awesome.
1: Thanks. Yeah, it's yeah. it's my life. So <laughs> I yeah. tried to make it a little more dramatic than how it actually happened but that's that's pretty much verbatim what happened yeah so
0: you know what I like to do is I like to give all of my guests an opportunity to kind of talk to people that are out there that are you know kind of in your same shoes like uh, you know we talk a lot about uh, patients that are battling kidney disease so Mm -hmm. uh, you know we try to inspire them and uh, you know want to keep them in the journey and keep fighting and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. if you had something that you could share possibly with someone out there that maybe just got diagnosed with um, liver disease or uh, maybe they're waiting on a transplant or something like that, if you had some words of of wisdom for them or hope, uh, what what could you share with them today?
1: Well, I mean, I I always – there were a few things that I always – tried to do and and the most important at the time was was actually to to try to be able to laugh at yourself try to get some humor in there there were times where i was in the hospital just sitting there and my mom or my dad was there and you just couldn't help but laugh because things happen and there's no there's no reason for it and that's the only way you can kind of get through it in my opinion i mean I, everybody handles things differently but we were always good at, at, at laughing at ourselves So that's find the humor in in any situation and and also just to to stay positive and stay the course and reach out and find people that are that are supportive for you. And and hopefully some people that are going through it that that can help you through it.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I think that's uh, great advice, you know, Uh, you know, staying uh, in. People that are positive and, uh, you know, leaning upon your support groups, things like that, uh, especially if you know, if you've if you got a strong connection to family, uh, definitely, mm-hmm. I think is a, is a great uh, way of finding support, uh, friends, people like that, that are, you know, in your close network. Uh, but if you don't have that, you know, I would definitely reach out to uh, support groups and,
1: uh, mm-hmm.
0: you know, your social, usually your social worker or, or someone like that can uh, mm-hmm. Help kind of direct you in in that path and a a lot of local hospitals have uh, some sort of support groups that they can direct you to or uh, some of them even internally have uh, their own type of uh, transplant supports or uh, things like that for different, different things. So uh, but uh, uh, man, this has been it's been a great interview. Uh, I really appreciate you you coming on and uh, sharing your story Uh, and really inspirational. Um, I guess before we close out the interview, is there anything else that you, you would like to share with us uh, about your journey?
1: Well, I think we I think we pretty much covered it. Uh, yeah, I could I could covered. go on and on, but, I, you know, I want to be succinct. <laughs> <laughs>
0: want well, to get, leave
1: I, some mystery there, you know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Well, uh, man, I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, I'm going to let you uh, give an opportunity to send a shout out to anybody that you'd like to say, you know, hello or <laughs> or goodbye to, or <laughs> or send a shout out to.
1: Oh, I say hey to my my parents and uh, my sister and my wife and my kids. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yep. It's always nice to be able to say uh, have them in your life. Uh, I know that, uh, especially. You know, with children, it's it's they're uh, they're definitely a blessing, and uh, it's uh, it's a great thing to have them, you know, in your life, and and, and, and your wife, and and uh, still having your parents around as well uh, is amazing. So, but uh, again, John, uh, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your uh, inspiring story with us. And uh, again, guys, we've uh, we've shared with you uh, where you can find the book. And uh, what's, the, what's the title of the book again, John?
1: It's Liver, My Journey of Transplant Survival.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's, it's it sounds like an awesome book, an awesome story. Guys, you can go uh, check it out. Go check out his website as well at uh, John's johnstransplantjourney.com. Uh, and uh, we really, really appreciate John Hoffman for coming on and sharing his incredible journey with battling liver disease and also uh, receiving two two transplants. So, uh, awesome, awesome story, John. I really appreciate you coming on tonight. And,
1: Absolutely. Uh,
0: and uh, guys, again, uh, if you would please uh, share this with all your friends and family. And uh, again, we really appreciate all of our uh, supporters, all of our people that uh, commented uh, on the show. Melissa Trailer, appreciate your support. Philip Harris Jones from Second Chance. Shout out to Philip Harris Jones for his support. Thank you very much, Rosetta McLeod, Jim Myers, and so many others. Uh, Thanks again to all of our supporters of Hope with Jonathan, Kyle Hockridge, and uh, Kidney Warrior Merch uh, in Toronto, Canada. We really appreciate you. Uh, If you haven't already, go and check out, guys, uh, www.hopewithjonathan.com. It will uh, get you over to uh, uh, Kidney Warrior Merch's website, also kidneytrails.com's website. Again, guys, we really appreciate you guys for tuning in. This has been another interview with Hope with Jonathan. You guys stay safe out there. God bless. Take care. Thanks again, John. Thank you. Hey guys, go over to www.kidneywarriormerch.com. Submit your story today and get a shot at being the Warrior of the Month. If you're selected as the Warrior of the Month, you'll get a chance to interview with Hope with Jonathan Podcast. Whether you're a kidney warrior, kidney uh, dialysis patient, or even a kidney transplant patient, or maybe you've just been diagnosed with kidney disease. Go over to www.kidneywarriormerch.com and submit your story today. Kidney Warrior Merch is a supporter of Hope with Jonathan Podcast. Again guys, that's www.kidneywarriormerch.com. Kidneytrails.com. kidney trails is an organization that is dedicated to helping those that may be facing kidney disease by education inspiration and motivation by bringing real life experience from those that have traveled the road of kidney disease and also information from the medical professionals to help you on your journey Guys Kidney Trails offers blog writings from many different writers and authors who give an aspect and real life experiences with battling kidney disease, dialysis, transplant, and more. Guys has videos. They also offer a podcast called the Kidney Trails Podcast. And soon to be released, a comic book is coming out. Guys, for more information on this, go to www.kidneytrails.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Hope with Jonathan podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this interview with john hoffman two-time liver transplant recipient author and overall just a really great guy i hope you guys enjoyed that Um, inside of the links on the uh, youtube video uh, there'll be the uh, description there um, of where you can find the book we also discussed that during the interview so if you listen to it you can figure out pretty much where to where to find it but uh, man john's got an incredible story so i hope you guys enjoyed that podcast hope you guys enjoyed listening to that Hey guys, if you like what we're doing over here on Hope with Jonathan, please go over and subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's really easy and it's free, absolutely free, no fees associated with it at all. If you have a Gmail account, it's a very easy process. You just go over there and click that subscribe button. Make sure you click the bell and you'll be notified of all brand new content. And uh, hey guys, again, really appreciate all your support. And also please uh, go check us out over at HopeWithJonathan.com. And I appreciate everyone's support. You guys have been amazing. Without you guys, uh, I won't continue doing these uh, interviews, uh, you know, without you guys. You guys are the force behind it. So uh, thanks again for being a loyal fan. And thanks again for uh, listening to our podcast. I've noticed that our podcast is growing. audio audio podcast is growing. Had a little moment there. Uh, Too much Halloween candy, I guess. (laughs) But... uh, Again, guys, I uh, really appreciate you guys. And if I could, uh, I'd reach out and give you guys. I guess I'll, I'll send you out a virtual hug. So virtual, virtual hugs right now uh, to you guys and uh, to, all the, to all the fellas out there. I'll give you, give you guys a bro uh, a bro fist bump. So I'll give you a little fist bump. And uh, ladies, get a little side hug. And uh, God bless you guys. You guys stay safe out there. Remember to uh, love on everyone. Spread love. We live in a time and an era where we need more and more love. And uh, God bless you guys. Y'all stay safe out there, and remember to take care of your kidneys. A simple blood test and your analysis can save your life. Hey guys, also remember to spread the message about donating life. Uh, because someone uh, decided to sign the back of their driver's license, I'm able to call myself a grateful transplant recipient. But uh, again, guys, stay safe out there. God bless you. This is Jonathan.